coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. And we're the show where we engage insightful conversations with industry leaders and franchise experts. Today, we're delighted to have a distinguished guest who is at the forefront of driving excellence in the home service franchising sector. Joining us on the show today is Andrew Mengeson, the Chief Growth Officer of Five Star Franchising. Now, Five Star Franchising is a platform company dedicated to creating and supporting a portfolio of top-notch home services franchise brands with a mission and vision centered around becoming the most trusted names in their industries. Five-star franchising's approach to franchising is setting a new standard for success. Interestingly enough, five-star franchising dedication to their values, including authenticity, empowerment, and unwavering support has garnered them recognition, even from global leaders in the franchising realm. So today we're going to delve into the strategies and philosophies that set five-star franchising apart and explore how their management layer contributes to the success of emerging franchise brands and franchisees. Without further ado, let's welcome Andrew to the show. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you, Rob. Really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show, a big follower. And again, appreciate the opportunity to be with you today and uh, look forward to engaging in some great conversation. Got it. Got it. Well, listen, as I as I said all that, I know I pumped that up pretty good, but it's important, right? I want people to hear. Feeling but, good. I can tell you got me excited. <laughs> exactly. I'll buy one. Right. I'll, I'll be part of that. But like, you really do like embrace, when we talk about mission, vision, values, you really embrace and live those things. You don't just define them and talk about them, but you live them out. Tell me a little bit about how that works with your brand, at, at, you know, five-star and across all the brands. How does that work for you guys? Absolutely, Rob. So for us, living core values is extremely important. I think a lot of times people can recognize that many companies state they have core values. You see them on the wall as you enter their executive suites. You may see them in fine print on their websites. But a big differentiator for us here at Five Stars is the fact that we choose to live them. And what I mean by living by them is that we hire by them. We evaluate our current team members by them throughout the year and we fire by them. And that's a bold statement, but I want to be clear. We truly live our core values here. The five-star drive means everything to us. And that drive is driven, real, innovative, vital, and enthusiastic. And these are all traits that we look for in people that we hire at the five-star platform company level, our brand level at all six brands that are currently in the portfolio, as well as the candidates that we look at to buy into our brands. We're looking for that connection to our core values. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not an easy thing to accomplish. I think we all take it for granted. Like certainly as a small business operator, it's not, I mean, yeah, if you're the kind of person that would implement that kind of leadership within your small group, but 
to get that across a national presence, right? You have six brands, but, and they all, we're going to talk more about how you guys work together, but like, that's not an easy thing to do. And so I, I kind of like paid a little attention to your website in, in this regard. And you have a way of kind of identifying how you guys live, right? You have phrases that are easy to remember, catchphrases. Tell me a little bit about some of them because they're kind of unique. And I just want to know a little bit more about them. So, but I think that's probably what helps, right? If everybody can say the same things that we all identify with in our culture, we kind of know what it means to work harder or yeah, pull up your bootstraps or, but anyway, tell me more about these phrases that, that you guys use. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll lead with uh, the, the letter D in drive, uh, being driven. Obviously, we're looking for candidates that are driven, motivated, and want to succeed. Uh, we're not looking at candidates that are just coming in and thinking, I buy a franchise and the money just starts coming in. My customers show up. Uh, the reality of it is we're looking for those people that are eager to lean in, uh, follow our systems and our processes, uh, trust what we've built, uh, and work with us as well as the current owners in the network. Uh, towards growth. And we are a very growth-oriented organization at the pl platform level, as well as we look to for success from our franchise owners by being growth-oriented as well. So that, that word driven means a lot to us. And so not only do we look for people that we hire to support our franchise networks that have that driven trait, but we also look at the candidates and make sure that they're driven and motivated. The, the next one is real. Uh, the ability to be real these days is not that easy anymore. A lot of companies kind of shy away from being real and open and honest uh, with their team members. We're the opposite. Everybody has a voice. We want to hear your opinion and share. Likewise, same thing happens at the brand level. And we're looking for our candidates to want to be real. With. What, what's great about our brand? What, what, what do you like about? What don't you like about us? The ability to be real and open and honest is, is I think an important ability uh, to have in any organization, and we we push it to a threshold that uh, most companies have never seen before. You know, I and 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 I, when you said being real, open, honest, you're saying these things about transparency, mm -hmm. and and when I think of those things, I immediately think that's the kinds of people I naturally trust. Yes, and you're building a culture of trustworthy people and you're saying you want to build world-class home services, trusted home services brands. And I, I wanted to key in on why that's so important with home services, but the, the idea of trust. And Yeah. Rob, I, th I think every time you open your door to a service provider into your home, um, that trust has to be there. Uh, and so while we many times are talking about our team members or franchise owners, we want this to resonate down to the technicians and the service providers are actually going into people's homes and businesses and providing the service. So our values have to be adopted by those people. And, uh, and so that when they approach our end customer, um, we are that trusted provider in that vertical of mosquito control or uh, blinds and window treatments with gotcha covered uh, or bath renovations with uh, five-star bath solutions. The customers have to trust what the estimate we're providing or the pricing we're providing, the service that we're going to deliver on, and whatever guarantee or warranty may be behind it uh, is very, very important. But all that ties back to our core values. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and it's so much, it, it, without that, it's such a huge, profound effect to the overall growth of the business. I mean, one of the best ways to grow a business, and we're, we have franchise marketing radio, we're talking about growth over here. And, you know, it, it, you know, sales is about no like trust. It's like I buy from people I know, like, and trust, and trust, right? And you have to, you have to kind of just be that way, right? And, and if you leave your office or your operation and you are interacting with people in a certain way, then it just is natural to the way you're doing your job. And that's why it's so important to teach it so well where it becomes natural. It just, that's the point. So building a trustworthy brand is not an easy thing, but it could be simple to understand how you're doing it. Very, um, very true. You, you guys also talk about franchisees first a lot, right? And I think all franchisors do, at least, uh, you know, they would say that you would think, right? That's the point of franchising. But you guys, again, like everything you do, you embrace it, you live it, you execute on it. Tell me more about your philosophies there. And there's also the point of support, but empowerment, like that balance, like where you were saying earlier, we're real, like we're going to be real. We're going to help you, give you all you need, but if there's something you're not doing, we're going to let you know what it is. So that, that's what it sounds like to me. But tell me more. Absolutely. My my sales development team doesn't like it when I say this, but I'm still going to say it uh, because I believe in it in that um, they do an amazing job taking our candidates through this educational journey about the opportunity with one of our brands. And they tell them all the great things. I'm the realist that comes in in the end and reminds every candidate, here's what you're about to embark on. This is probably one of the biggest challenges you'll ever face in your life is get starting a business, even in a franchise system. Um, it is challenging and it's going to be a lot of work. The reward at the end of the journey is like nothing else. So that's what you're driving towards. But I do prepare them and ground, ground, ground them in the fact that you may have been very successful in your career. This is a new challenge you're about to face. And if you're ready to lean in, we're there to help. And that is the wonderful benefit of being part of a franchise system is you don't have to figure it out yourself. This hand, while the radio listeners can't see what I'm doing right now, they can hear what I'm about to say is I'm raising my hand. That is a sign of strength, not weakness. So we encourage and we look for people that are willing to engage and ask those questions as, as they go through that journey of learning the brand to become the best of what they can be in a certain vertical. And they need to lean on us as well as their, their fellow owner to help support them through that process. And so I think that's a big difference for us here at Five Star. Not only do we have amazing brands and brand support, but we also have networks of owners that are actually engaged in not only their own success, but the fellow owner. And you hear that invalidation consistently. Call me if you need anything. I don't care if it's day one or day 120. If you've got a question, you got an issue, our owners are embracing the new owners coming into our networks and putting that our proverbial family arm around them. And I'm here to support you as well. You don't just have to rely on the franchisor 100% of the time. And that is very unique. And so we're building that culture of while we're there first to help, but you also have that additional group of people that are ready and prepared to help support you on that journey of growing your brand through that franchise agreement. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the drive comes in that you were mentioning yeah. earlier. I know I'm working with franchise brands myself and franchisees in that mix that there is that, that understanding that you have to learn to take accountability. At the end of the day, you know what has to happen. 
So whether or not you expected it or not, get it done. And this is what I need help with. I got to get that done. Like getting yes. it, you know, that's yeah. where we got to get to. Not why did it happen or blaming something or, you know, it's so, not what so I expected, true. right? It, it's, that's it. yep. and you're, you know, in franchising, we give people all kinds of ways to be driven, right? Like guys like me, it's like, oh, it's a, it's a, you gave me way too much. You give me an inch, I'll get, I'll take a mile, but others, you got to nudge them a little. Say it's there for you. It's right there. Like ask, you know, you could, I mean, the idea that you can call 10 business owners that are doing whatever they're doing, million dollars a year, whatever your t- top people are doing and ask them advice. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't exist anywhere except franchising, unless you pay dearly for it. And even then it's probably hard to find, right? You wouldn't just find a bunch of people exactly in the eye of what you do. And they're really good at it. <laughs> so amazing, right? It's an amazing right. idea. But tell me a little bit about the the six brands, right? That you currently have. How does, how does Five Star use that synergy, right? I'm, I must, and I'm obviously you're doing it for those reasons, but tell us a little more how that would benefit the brands, the franchisees, even the customers in that, in that scenario. Absolutely. I, I would tell you, and this is a question I get quite often from candidates as well as brokers and consultants and business coaches, kind of what is the difference between an independent franchisor and a franchise business that's under the umbrella of a platform company? And I would tell you there's a huge difference. And uh, it all is uh, embedded in our structure. And so as a platform company, we've made a very conscious decision to provide shared services back to our six brands. So when it comes to HR, legal, accounting, marketing, IT, and franchise development, those six services are borne by the platform company. Five Star Franchising employs all that personnel, systems, processes, technology to support our brands. Now, when I look at a candidate and I say, what's left for the franchisor to do if we're doing all that for them? They're left to be focused on you from training or excuse me, from onboarding to training to ongoing support. There are no distractions. You look at an independent franchisor that has to do all six of those things plus support mm-hmm. the franchise owners from start to finish. That's that's tough. So we have structured in a way that releases all that burden at the at the brand level back to the platform company to to take care of that on their behalf. Now, that just is very scalable. And that leads us to benefit number two. As we acquire new brands, uh, we are uh, uh, backed by private equity. Uh, we have an amazing private equity partner in Princeton Equity, kind of one of the leaders in uh, the franchise space right now, all of their companies are held, uh, are currently franchise businesses. That's very unique. Uh, most private equity groups are very diversified into many different sectors. Uh, Princeton has made a conscious choice to really be the experts and the pioneers in franchising. And so that provides a, a unique opportunity back to us in their expertise uh, in what we do each and every day. So we take advantage and lever that leverage that relationship to the benefit of a franchisee. Data analytics, I mean, all the things you can imagine that uh, a private equity firm can provide resources back. Uh, cutting edge. I mean, we we are ahead of most because of that relationship, uh, and uh, very very fortunate. But going back to the point, when it comes to acquisition M and A, which we're very active in, trying to find the next brands that fit into this portfolio. 
part of the ease is the integration because shared services are now housed by the platform company. It's very easy to bolt on a new brand because the yeah. systems and processes, the technology are already there. Yeah. And so that is usually one of the biggest challenges. If you talk to any franchisor that has been purchased and rolls into a platform company, that's the single biggest challenge they have. We have it set up so it's very easy. Yeah. Uh, and we can do it in a timely manner. It's seamless. And it gets them now very focused, like the rest of our brands, on their franchise owners. Yeah. No, what you were saying about that is, is, is I think I have to pull it out a little for the audience because it's not, I don't think people realize that it. you're basically freeing up the franchise or the brand, everybody that that is driving the growth of the brand to work and partner with the individual owners. Yes. And instead of the day-to-day -day operations, technology, IT, uh, and we all know, just living in this world we're living in, that technology seems to be relentless, right? In terms of it's constantly evolving. So you, you really can zero in on the basics, the fundamentals of serving the homeowners, right? And doing good job in your community and helping. So the franchise owner can help the fran the, or the franchise brand can help the franchise owners focus on those things, right? Very right. specifically, instead of the tertiary or the the, the, the things that kind of contribute, but that really can take a lot of time, like like technology. It just can right. suck up time. time. Away from them right. is what we're trying to remove so that the dedication and commitment is to the owner that decides to purchase one of our brands. Uh, and yeah. so we value that to the degree that we take on those responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about, like, you're, you're obviously the chief growth officer, right? <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. Never, um, never. Yeah, no, we don't want anything from you. We don't, we don't need any, no, any hit budget, stuff. exceed budget. You still get the question. Hey, can you do more? And the right, answer yeah, is, right, right. I'm happy to do it. And we're going to drive yeah. even further. Is, and yes, further so yeah. Yeah. I love it. But tell me a little bit about your, you know, sort of your aspirations for your role now. And, and, you know, you have, you can make a pretty big impact from your seat with these brands and in the home services franchise space. So, in your mind, like where would you like to see things go? Do you sort of like hope that you guys can can make some changes? And I mean, I'm sure it's always, but like, is there a clarity about where you see things headed in the? And part of it is your platform idea that you can provide that and make you know bring in all these great independent operators and or new franchisees, different markets, different services, but very similar models. So that that makes it where you can. Again, I guess improve the idea of more trusted services, right? Tell me in your words though how that looks. Like where does this go five years from now, 10 years? What's your vision for that? Yeah, I think for those of you that are familiar with franchising, um, our only limits tend to be the white space. What what available territory is there? Um outside of that. Um, the sky's the limit for us. We are in a great uh, position with all of our brands, uh, with the fact that we do have quite a bit of white space available. Uh, so we, we're somewhat unrestricted right now in, in providing uh, acceptance to territory checks and um, the desire for people to come into our brands. We're not having a lot of challenges associated with that. Uh, I think the biggest challenge we do face today is just generally uh, the fight for leads uh, across everyone from the FSOs to the broker networks, consultant networks to the independent franchisors, 
we're all fighting for a limited pool of, of great candidates. Uh, and I, I think if there's anything that holds any of us back in franchising is that is just trying to find your way to the best people. Uh, and for us, we do draw a very uh, distinct line. We do want the right fit. And we talk about fit quite often. It's mm-hmm. as much as we're driven by growth and want to hit certain uh, numbers, uh, it has to be the right people. And I think that approach in franchising is extremely important to recognize that it's good at times to say no uh, and not bring in the wrong person. As much as you like to get the deal done, I, I think here at Five Star, we we recognize that we not only have to protect the brand, but we also have to protect this candidate um, that is looking at joining our brand. And so I, I think we're a little bit different in in this case than many companies out there uh, that we do. We are able to say no when we have to say no. Um, I think the outlook overall, everything I'm reading from a, a financial standpoint, kind of what's happening in our economy, I believe we're going to have a very strong quarter four and an even stronger quarter one of net 2024. Uh, there are going to be a lot of people in corporate America looking to make a change. Uh, and they've got the funds uh, available to invest in franchising. So we have a very bullish outlook on what the future looks like in the home services space. We are going to continue to grow. We've got two, possibly three brands in M&A right now that uh, we look to acquire. So while we're at six, we'll be at nine uh, by early next year, we expect, and probably another three or four in 2024. So more opportunities, more options for our prospective candidates to look at. Uh, And that's an amazing uh, position to be in uh, because they can come in and they have a variety of opportunities to look at. Uh, in some cases, it may buy across multiple brands. Uh, in some cases, it may buy multiple territories within in a single brand, but uh, yielding that opportunity to find the right sector that fits uh, for our candidates is really important to us. And that's why we're driving the M&A growth with Princeton's help uh, and uh, really excited about that for us here at Five Star Franchising. That's amazing. I was just thinking real quick, like even as an existing owner, another benefit of a platform company is the cons- the ability to expand your portfolio. Yes. It's just natural bolt-ons, like if you want it, right? If you're driven, which, you know, if, we, if you did a good job up front, you're probably the guy that wants to keep bolting on, right? <laughs> Absolutely. No, we're hosting our home services mm-hmm. summit this September in Orlando, where we bring all six brands together. Uh, and we have time dedicated to talking to our existing owners about what does expansion look like? Uh, kind of previewing some of these brands that may not have thought about and giving them an opportunity to, to look at that expansion. So yes, we, we value that opportunity for people inside of our, our current five-star brands to continue to expand uh, what they're trying to accomplish as far as goals and with business growth. And it doesn't necessarily have to remain with just one brand. Yeah, that's awesome. And and so if someone, and let me leave the audience with this, and I wanted you to give an opportunity to kind of provide input. So we talked a lot about... <clears throat> As you said, and rightfully so, you know, you want the right candidates because if everybody's listening to our conversation, everything is tied to, at the end of the day, serving the, the homeowner, right, really well and growing from there. 
And so their success is your success and so forth. So it's very important to recruit the right people. So if you were giving tips to some of these driven folks, we'll make it clear, right? We would like that if you consider yourself that, right? But other than that, there's some ways you can do a self-examination if you're one of these folks in the corporate world. And Five Star does have a plethora, right? I mean, six different brands. So there's a lot of variation there. How do they know? you know, if they're a good fit, maybe to even start on this journey, what would some tips to kind of look at themselves? What do you, what do you, what would you suggest? Absolutely. I would tell you first and foremost, it comes down to doing the due diligence, doing the work. Uh, and it's beyond just the FDD review and a cursory review of the item 19. It's those validation calls, get out there, talk to three to five on the minimum side of owners, love to see it even a higher number, understand what those owners went through in year one, year two, year three and on, uh, and um, then step back and start building your pro forma, uh, your business plan based on what you've not only been able to secure from the FDD, but what you've heard from the owners that are currently in that network of brand. Um, and that makes it really, I don't want to say, I want to say really easy. It makes it easier to make that determination. Is this going to work for me from my financial standpoint? Mm-hmm. Many, many times I can tell you from the fit side, no one expected they were going to buy, got you covered and be in the window and blinds uh, business uh, when they left corporate America. Same thing goes for mosquito control. People didn't envision themselves being there, but there's these other th- triggers, this lifestyle, this life balance that I'm looking for. Mosquito Shield is a perfect example. It's a seasonal business. It gives me the opportunity to supplement income or build something in addition to for a family member. Uh, it's unique. So I think everybody has their reasons uh, or their why. Uh, and it's something we always like to hear from every candidate. What's your why? What, what's driving and motivating you to this? And that ties to the fit because many brands can meet that why and some can't. Uh, And so I think it's really important not only to do the due diligence on the front end and do it well and in depth, but then make sure your why matches up. And then the other part is the fit. We look for that culture fit, those core values. Do, do, Do we feel like we could be great partners together for the next 10 years? Uh, And if the answer is yes, then people move forward. If the answer is no, they look on to the next opportunity. And in some cases, franchising isn't for them uh, because it just doesn't fit what they thought they were trying to accomplish. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that's the part where you say why and that why can sometimes match a lot of different unique business models. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that a lot of people miss about it. Well, first of all, they also look at the outside sometimes. Like you said, like mosquito, like a lot of people wouldn't even like they, they realize the services exist, but they don't know anything about that world at all. Never even thought about why might it be a cool business. That was one of the things I loved about when I first got into the industry uh, as a as a broker, as a, as a, a trained as a consultant, was just learning mm-hmm. about the innovations in the business models. Like I I love that. Like this thinking through how one money is made, how you do a great job servicing your client to your lifestyle. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it takes some thought to, to architect that. <laughs> so you're not working 80 hour weeks to, to barely get by. Right. 
Absolutely. So, yes. That's great stuff. Well, Andrew, I appreciate you being here as, as, as always. I mean, when I hear from five star, I get great input and it's such an amazing plethora of knowledge you guys have. Um, but thank you for sharing your insights uh, in, in the world of uh, home services. And I hope to have you back on the show again soon. Uh, did you want to just leave uh, the audience with the best way maybe to get a conversation started with Five Star if they're one of those folks that might be interested? Yeah, I, I would tell you that uh, obviously start with our, our uh, website uh, and then kind of branch off from there and learn a, a little bit about our brands. Uh, I'm a big proponent uh, of the the the. Uh, franchise broker, consultant, coach, coaching network. Uh, I, in some cases, that provides a tremendous amount of value to a candidate to help guide you through uh, the, the journey of evaluating. Uh, but feel free to contact us directly at fivestarfranchising.com and uh, learn a little bit about us. And uh, we're happy to to get someone connected with you very quickly and, and begin that journey and exploration uh, about one of our brands. And, and it's something I'll leave everyone with is that our philosophy is not a selling philosophy. Uh, it is an educational journey. We take you and educate you about an opportunity. At the end of that journey, we make a decision. Is this a right fit for you and a right fit for us? And I think that is the proper way to uh, franchise a business. And um I encourage everyone to uh, make an attempt to reach out to us and uh, learn a little bit more about our current brands as well as our future. Yeah. No, I always say when I wrap up shows like this, I always say when I hear what you said, um, it's like when you go and talk to a franchisor about a brand, about a business model and an industry, you're getting like a little mini NBA on that, on that industry. <laughs> like you really mm -hmm. want to know. The best way to approach yeah. it, you'll learn it, right? It's it's a valuable yeah. exercise, no matter what. I encourage people to reach out. So once again, Andrew, I appreciate your time today. Rob, thank you. Bye for now.